Hey there, happy day 48 of our 40 day get up and go challenge. Sharon Horn Elstrom here, and today is gonna to be all about questions and answers. Or I'm answering your questions. I have got everybody's questions that I've collected so far written down in my handy dandy notebook, and I will fly through each and every one of them. If I missed your question, please direct message me, hit me up at the end. Now, keep in mind there are some questions that were really common and, and several people several of you asked that same exact question I'm not going to call out each of your names but you know if it's your question and if I answered it or not if you don't think you got a specific enough answer again hit me up direct message me at the end and we'll have a chat or a conversation and I'll make sure that you are 100% satisfied and that you got your specific question answered uh, I didn't do these in any particular order my helper today and the reason I'm on my phone and not on my laptop is because I can't see it anyway, uh, is because my helper had to go to a funeral. Actually, it was surprised last minute, found out that he could go to a funeral since, you know, everybody I know who's passed away during this last period has not had funerals. They've been, um, vast majority of them cremated and just put on hold until we can all get together and we can all gather. But the family flew in from all over the country, just a few members, some members can't travel because they're in the military so he is tied up and attending that so instead of having a helper I have to wing it and do it myself but guess what we'll figure it out it's not that hard everything we ever need to do we can always figure out I've learned that over many many years of trial and error many many challenges right everything's a challenge so I'm just gonna hop into these Diane asked what's the challenge process and I'm gonna grab my famous little notebook here and see if I can't turn to the page that actually illustrates and shows the challenge process. Now for the 40 day challenge, we simplified that to the soap uh, model and actually Sam asks why soap? So I'm gonna cover both of those things. So let me find you a graphic in my handy dandy notebook of the challenge process. And I just threw a bunch of stuff on the floor. All right, where is it? I think it's right in the beginning of the book. There's a couple ways you can look at the challenge process. Now, Keep in mind, we've all been doing challenges and overcoming challenges the vast majority of our life. Now, I've got the long version challenge process, a 10-step process. I've got a shorter version challenge process. And I've got, of course, a straight line, simple version challenge process. Now, the cool thing about the challenge process, it's the same process that we use for dealing with change, right? Change and challenge mean the same thing a challenge is just a change it's a change in our environment it's a change in our circumstances it's just a change or something different that we experience that we may or may not have anticipated so the challenge process the one that I teach over and over again and then I simplify in the soap model which we did ad nauseum in this 40-day challenge if, if anybody is still struggling with the soap model hit me up and I will walk you through a couple of examples in your personal life we'll do it together so that you are 100% confident that you've got that in your subconscious and whatever comes up, whatever challenge, whatever change pops up in your life, you guarantee that you'll be better off as a result of having incurred that challenge, as a result of having experienced that challenge. So challenge process, this is my long form challenge or change process. Challenge, um, position, where are you now? So what's the challenge? What's different? What's changed? What's gotten your attention that didn't before? Where are you now? Um, and What's your current situation? You gotta assess and be honest with knocking your ducks down. What's going on? What is different? Where are you? And whatever area of your life you're dealing with a challenge and you have to be willing to, to 
take a personal snapshot and say, where am I with respect to this thing? Possibilities, we, we look at different alternatives. What are all the possible solutions or ways of dealing with this particular challenge or change? Then we take action. We have to, we have to pick one thing and we have to take action and test it and see if it's gonna get us the result we want. So that leads to results. And then once we get results on a repetitive basis, moving us in the direction we wanna go, we ask ourselves, can I automate or, or make this process a habit or a ritual or do it automatically? So that is a quick run through of the change process. If that doesn't answer your question, Diana, let's go through it um, step by step. I believe in the Supersize Your Business group, the private group, and if you haven't joined that, I'd say join it because in there, there's resources that you can access that are much more in order than just on the free Facebook page. The, the group is also free. If you have to answer three questions to get in, or I'm not gonna let you in because I don't want to become a spamming group, but for the most part, you can just go in there and in the unit section, unit one is all the 30-day challenge that I did in April. And in that challenge, there's a lot more in-depth teachings and trainings in different topics than we did in the 40-day challenge. 40-day challenge was pretty much all about the soap and really installing that process into your subconscious mind so you automatically deal with challenges and change in a positive way that will give you the best result possible for you. Uh, the previous challenge was more, a lot of different topics and, and I believe day 31 of that challenge is a summary of everything we covered. So if you wanna know what's in the 30-day challenge, you can go and listen to day 31, unit 131, in the get up and go challenge group and get those um, get that information in a much more distilled down manner now since we're talking about it let's skip through and skip ahead to i gotta grab my magnifying glass every time sam's question about why soap and um why why is it there why did you pick soap and i will be absolutely upfront and honest the reason i picked soap is because i wanted to find a quick and easy way to remember the process so as long as we're still doing it on a conscious level we can easily remember it and then I, I just bring how did I come up with it I just brainstormed what are the different steps what are different words to describe the steps in the process here because uh, S the S in story could be uh, it could be sit, situation really so situation story is S and it could, it came from all the words that have to do with describing your current situation, where you are now. How can I describe that in, in different words and in different words to describe that? S was the best of those, those alternatives. Um, for the second step, which I settled on O, I really like infinite possibilities, but infinite possibilities is, is a mouthful and a lot of people don't get that or can't realize it. So there was infinite possibilities, options, choices, solutions, ideas, uh, alternatives, uh, brainstorming is the main process I use, and then what else do I have? I'm looking at my thing right now. Problem solving, decision making, and analyzing alternatives. All of those kind of fall under the second and third step of options. What are all the possible ways of looking at this? Well, SP, <laughs> that's exactly how I did it. And then A, what are some, some words for action? The, the, the third step is action. You have to do something. Action, do, move, test go, um, things like that, work. Well, and then finally, continuous improvement is the, is the final step. Progress, process, continuous improvement, growth, moving, go, momentum, 
all describe the last step in the process, the continuous improvement process. So I just looked at all those words, looked at them. They're actually, I will even show you. They're actually on a post-it note and each of the post-it notes, then I've, I thought about, well, what is, a, what is an acronym or a word that would be easy to remember that describes a process that I can install in me as well as in other people and easy for other people. And SOAP with COVID-19 and everything coming up or we're still experiencing it, it just seems so appropriate because we're washing our hands more. So every time I look at a bar of soap now, I get a reinforcement, every time I wash my hands, I get a reinforcement of the challenge and change process. That is exactly why I chose SOAP as the acronym that I taught in the 40 day challenge. And I like it, I'm gonna keep going forward with it until I think of something better and I find a better way of presenting the material to make it easy to understand and to install it in our subconscious. Because that's what this is all about. It's all about how can I help you to help yourself to look at challenges and change and just automatically deal with them in a way that will serve you, that will best serve you. And I think it's, it's after going through the 40 day challenge and I actually went through it and I'm pretty clear with this. I went through it and I went and did each of the four areas, or four, each, the four steps on each of the seven different areas of our life. Remember seven areas of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relationships, financial, and contribution. Those are the seven main areas of our life that we better pay at least a little bit of attention to. And I am lecturing instead of answering questions. So let's hop back to the questions. So what's the challenge process, Diane? Sam, why soap? That's exactly why and how I came up with soap. Um, and, and again, will I use that forever? I don't know. Right now it's pretty good. And I like to find simple solutions and simple tools that help me make things like handling challenges, handling difficulties, automatic in my life. Uh, next we have, Helen's asking, how can you guarantee results? How can you say that people will be better after the pandemic than before? Uh, Pam, because I know with 100% certainty that if we do things, if we take action, if we are taking an active, proactive role in our life, we will always be better off in any given situation, pandemic or not, than we were before that pandemic hit. Will every single person that goes into the pandemic and that has been impacted by this pandemic be better off than when they started? Absolutely, positively not. And that will have nothing to do with the pandemic itself. It will have to do with how they responded to and reacted to and dealt with the their individual circumstances that the pandemic helped to create or caused in their life. We'll talk about this a little bit more as we answer other people's questions, but how we respond and react to everything is the most important factor in everything and anything we face in our lives. Um, so how I can, with my challenges, guarantee that people will get results and be better after doing the challenge is I know, I've tested, I've done thousands of challenges on myself and on with other people, and every single person that goes through the process and does the steps, does it every day, the action item. And the action items are really super simple most days. Uh, I don't think in any challenge I've ever done, I've ever asked anybody to do anything that would take them more than maybe half an hour. Half an hour would be if they really got into the exercise and did it full, all, you know, full force, all in to do the exercise. Maybe you could spend a half an hour on it. Uh, but otherwise, I break it down into bite-sized pieces, and I know that if you put each of the bite-sized pieces together, you'll get a result. Is it your ultimate result? You know, if you, if you pop into one of my five-day challenges and you say, I want to lose 50 pounds in five days, I'm going to tell you right now, 
I, it would take a miracle for that to happen, right? And maybe you'll have a miracle. Stranger things have happened, but um, I don't. By the way, I don't do weight loss challenges or anything like that. That's just an example. But um, it's what's possible for you, and nobody, me included, I have no idea and no way of knowing what is possible for you to achieve. Only you control that. Only you know that. But I do know that if you break things down and you take action, moving toward what you want every day for any number of days, you'll make progress toward it. So you will always be better off and closer to that than you will be further away. That's why I say that and I guarantee results. I guarantee if you follow the steps, you'll get the result. If you don't follow the steps or if you skip the steps or if you ignore it or if you don't listen to something, then you, you, you may or may not get the result. It depends on where you are in your journey. Um, Next we have, I just really drug out, um, sorry about that, I'll have coffee instead. Next we have Kayla, and he asks, do I need an expert, guru, or coach to help me overcome challenges? Caleb, again, I'm going to say no, everything you need is already inside you if you have the desire to overcome a challenge and you didn't specifically say what kind of a challenge you're asking about it was just kind of a more generic question so I would say it depends on you whether you need or want a guide or expert to help you or not uh, I I've been through many 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 challenges on my own yet there's other challenges that I face that I have hired a coach or a guru or an expert for in the real estate business when my ex-husband and I got involved in real estate Neither one of us had any personal experience except for buying our own personal homes separately and then together uh, with real estate, dealing with real estate. So when we decided we were gonna go into that business to shortcut the learning curve, we hired very expensive coaches to help us with that. And, and some of them were awesome, and one of them was a complete scam and fraud, but you don't learn until you necessarily learn how to pick the wrong coach I just decided today that I'm gonna do a live I don't know if it'll be a workshop probably not a workshop not maybe not long enough for a workshop but a, a live presentation interactive to discuss how do you choose the right coach for you how do you choose the right online course or the right course for you how do you choose the right anything for you and how do you know it's the right one for you I got asked that as part of this challenge, but then I've noticed a lot of people have been asking me lately, how do I know which course to choose? How do I know which person to follow? How do I know what is right for me? So I'm gonna do a whole separate um, Q&A on that particular topic. I decided in my morning content creation today as I was talking that I would do that because I keep getting asked that. Whenever I get asked something repeatedly, it means, hello, we need to, to share some information on that. And I'm not the be all and end all on how to hire the right coaches or gurus or courses or information for you but I know what's worked for me and I know what hasn't worked for me and I know when I haven't done a couple of key things when I am picking an expert to work with I have made some huge blunders and huge mistakes I want to make sure you don't do that because they can be very expensive and they can actually kill you so we don't want to do that uh, so do you need an expert entirely up to you uh, a lot of people with mental health challenges go to psychiatrists, go to shrinks, go to doctors, whatever they're called, and get help with their mental well-being and mental health. Whether you need to go to a, uh, an expert or not for your mental health, I can't, I don't know, it's entirely up to you whether you have to do that or not. 
Uh, and that applies to any area of our life. Each of these areas of our life that we're looking at, depending on where we're at in our, our experience and our level of development with that, will determine if we want an outside person to help us with it or not. Uh, I do a lot of business coaching and there's people that I meet and I'm like, you don't need what I have to offer. You are light years ahead of where I am and, and have been with respect to business. Now, it doesn't happen very often because I've been in business for 47 years, but there are people in different industries and different businesses maybe that I don't want to work with or maybe that um, I just feel like I am not the right person for them. And so I will push them, not push them, but I will say, hey, why don't you check out so-and-so because I think that what they do is more in line with what it is that you're looking for. And we need to do that. We need to be able to say no to people that aren't a good fit for us, no matter what we do, no matter um, where we are and what we're doing in our life and in our, our occupation or in our personal life as well. Uh, so Caleb, I hope that answers your question. The question is, it's up to you if you need a, a coach or not, or if you need an expert or not. Um, there's plenty of people out there in any area, any aspect, any, anything you can imagine that would be more than willing to take your money to teach you how to do something. And my, my personal opinion and, and perspective on coaches is uh, a coach, like a good shrink, should not come into your life for 25 years. They should come into your life for short bursts of time to help you get specific goals and objectives that you want to achieve and that they are uniquely qualified and suited to help you do. Uh, I could probably go off on a tangent in this, but I won't because it's not necessary. But there are also a lot of experts and gurus out there that just want to sell you their thing and they really don't care about you and don't want to support you at all. Sorry, experts and gurus. We're all experts and gurus at something. But it doesn't mean we should be selling that solution to everybody. This is, of course, my own personal opinion, and you can take with it a grain of salt. But uh, there, there's a lot of solutions and a lot of things I do sell to people, but uh, my challenges aren't one of them. My challenges are how I teach people how to get a result for themselves in a really short period of time, and I do that for free. I always do that for free, and I always um, leave my content up. If you just found out about the Get Up and Go Challenge, the 40-day challenge late, guess what? On the Get Up and Go Challenge page, there's all 48, including today's, will go up after I'm done talking. There's, there's 48 different lessons that are on there, and they're gonna be there forever. I'm not gonna delete the page to create some false sense of scarcity. I'm not gonna take them down. I will tell you, they're just up there and they're not in order. They're just however randomly I posted things on that page, so it may or may not be easy to find them in order. I am putting them in order in unit two of the Get Up and Go Challenge private group. If you want to join the group and get them in order, it's always they're always going to be in there and they're always going to be free too. But guess what? You have to join the group and you have to answer the three questions in order for me to let you in that group. I don't want it to be a spammy group. I don't want it to be a group where people can't share their private thoughts and feelings and objectives and challenges in the area of whatever challenge you're facing right now. So the group will continue to be private, it'll be free, and that'll be the one place where you can get the information in order. I can do that because it's a social learning unit set up, so I can have units. The 30-day challenge is because in the month of April, April 1st to 30th, I did a get up and go challenge. And that is already in there in unit one in order. So you could pop in, and I will say, that was a different challenge. It's the same get up and go. It's to make you take action or get you to take action. 
But what I did in that challenge is very different than what I did in the 40-day challenge. In the 30-day challenge, it's a lot more in-depth, different topics each day. I think the longest video in there was maybe 20, 30 minutes. I, I kept that short and quick and concise. And then this challenge, I went over the soap model over and over and over again because I really wanted to instill the process in everybody. So different, totally different challenge. I mean, same challenge, but different challenge, different material covered in both. And the place to see that is in the private group. I also love if people would engage and participate in that private group as well uh, so that we can learn from one another. I think the power of groups, Facebook group, LinkedIn groups, wherever you're doing groups is uh, more so than pages. Pages to me are just, hey, here's where we put the information for free. Anybody can look at it. Groups are, here's where we have the information in a sensible order that we can learn and go through it. But we can also comment and ask questions and share with one another in a private setting where we don't feel like our competition might find out or somebody might judge us because we respond in there. I have found myself, I am always doing other people's challenges. I love challenges. I don't love just challenges for myself. I love all kinds of challenges. So when I see them, and I, I ebb and flow with how many I'm doing and what I'm doing, depending on what's going on in my life, right? But I like to see what other people are doing with their challenges all the time. And I know the ones that I don't participate in, in terms of I don't post my answers and I don't share information um, about myself or my story or things, are the ones that are just the public page. And I know they're gonna go away in so such and such number of days. Uh, be, I, I still audit them as like you'd audit a class in school. I, I participate, I listen to the videos. I, I actually do the homework, but I probably do it in a notebook instead of doing it in their workbook or online. Because I don't wanna share that information with everybody when I know it's just out in the universe. That's why I have my own challenge page and challenge groups. I also have a page called Thrive Challenge where you could go and you could see portions of if not the entire and if you if you track backwards in my challenges you can always find all the days from the first day to whatever day you happen to be exposed to that challenge because I don't take them down I keep them up there you might have to do some work to find them but or you could just direct message me and ask I mean, I've got a 90-day YouTube live challenge how to do YouTube it through 90 days like that was a 90-day challenge that I did with the sexy boss Helen and, and Havenwood and that was fun, it was fun, it was different because I wasn't doing hardly anything on YouTube. So it was a fun challenge for me personally and it shared a lot of information, a lot of how to in depth, step by step, how to do things in that challenge. And actually that's got 180 plus videos because I taught the challenge and then I also did the challenge myself and I put my homework in there and demonstrated it. You know, how do you get access to that? You gotta ask me, it's just, I don't even remember, I do, I did it, I don't remember which of my pages I did it on, but I did it on a page for Heather too, so she's got access to all that information as well. Uh, so lots of changes, lots of challenges, lots of information about challenges, and like I said, my stuff's out there. If you want it, just ask and I will help you find it. I probably have a link to it in a worksheet somewhere that makes it easy to access and easy to access it in order. And probably, yeah, I'm not gonna commit to any more of that, but I, I can help you with that. Uh, Caleb, um, why? <laughs> somebody asked, why are there so many challenges these days online? And I will say with 100% certainty, because they work. There are so many people doing challenges 
online, so many online business owners and people, uh, not just online, excuse me, I need my magnifying glass, not just online, but offline, because they're freaking effective. They work. You can get people results in days. I'm not kidding when I say you can get people a specific result in days and massive results in like 40 days, 30 days, 90 days that they would never achieve on their own without the structure of the challenge. Why? Because we break everything down into bite-sized pieces that instead of being overwhelmed by all the information and all the possibilities and all the opportunities, you're like, oh, if I just do this today, this tomorrow, this the next day, and if I just do one thing every day, it will all come together to create a result that I want. Yes, it's that simple. Now the five-day challenges, the shorter challenges, the five days, and the 10-day challenges that are really three and a half day challenges disguised as a 10 day challenge or a five day free challenge, but they're really three and a half days and then it's sales pitch for a day and a half and then five days of selling you on the, the thing that the person is selling you. Super duper effective, right? Uh, so many people have been using that. It's it's really, really effective. Uh, I could break down and talk about all different challenges, but I'm not, no one asked about that. Um, A lot of people asked about how can I use challenges in my business and some people were offline some people were online online how can you use challenges in your business I did a 10-day course for funnel kitchen and Amanda Drake's um, court course she's got a, a platform and I did a course on that and then I redid a challenge as a five-day I think I did it as a five-day <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I did a 10 day and a five day launch um, using like the launch strategy launch method and, and taught people how to use challenges for their own business. So if that's something you're looking for, how do I use a challenge in my business? I went in depth in that and it would, it's, you know, it's not that long. You could go through the five day or the 10 day and actually apply it to your business. So many people. <coughs> are learning and getting creative through this COVID-19 pandemic. I've been trying to tell people for years that they should have an online component to their business or at least be doing certain things online. I deal and work mostly with you know, brick and mortar, real world businesses that are offline. And the, the, one of the main things I help them do is get something going online. And nothing has backed that philosophy up more than this COVID pandemic. Everybody that I've helped that has got an online component has messaged me or said, oh my God, thank goodness I listened and we did this last year or the year before. Because now, even though my competitors are trying different things, they're scrambling because they weren't prepared for having an online component to their business. So I will continue to preach and tell people, get online, have an online component to your business if you're offline or if you're, if you're wanting to, like I did, transition to 100% online. It, the pandemic has put us in a really good position versus other people that weren't online. Now, um, some of the, the specific businesses that they brought up, one was a bar, restaurant, several restaurants, auto repair, sales in different fields, car sales specifically. Um, and I guess if I gave a quick summary of this, I would be have an online presence and in your online presence, create a challenge for the people that you're trying to serve and reach and you can do it for free you can absolutely positively 
do the entire challenge for free. And I walk through the specifics of how to do that, exactly how to do it, where to do it, when to do it, why to do it, what to what to specific thing to offer, and how to decide what your challenge is gonna be about during that 10-day class. So if you're interested in that, instead of taking the time to answer and go through it in detail here, direct message me and I will get you the link to that so you can watch that course. Or if you just wanna talk through how to do it for yourself and for your business, we can do that as well. Um, Malcolm asks, how do I change how I feel about challenges? To me, they suck. Um, he says he got fired and although his business reopened, he did not get called back and he's pissed off because he doesn't understand why some people did and why he did not. And uh, this actually ties into to the question I think I asked yesterday. How would you describe challenges in one word? And so I guess his would be suck. Um, JJ, thank you, uh, said perfect, challenges are perfect, and Jennifer said possibilities because she realizes that challenges, and I, why I like that question is I got a definite two sides of the coin. There weren't that many people that said, oh, I'm just lukewarm about challenges. Either they had a strong positive reaction or a strong negative reaction, like sucks, piss, hate, um, fear, doubt, worry, things like that, versus possibilities, perfect. Um, awesome and, and words like that because how we look at things determines everything and colors everything think about um, some of the different words and, and this is one of the things I suggest if you're having a negative feeling about challenges think about all the different words that can be used to describe challenges and, and specifically for you Malcolm if you're looking at a challenge and you're focusing on all of the negative results of that challenge or the negative outcomes you're seeing in your life right now because of that challenge. So COVID-19, it sucks because of this, 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 and this. You'll, your brain will, you ask the question, why is COVID screwing with my life? You'll get all kinds of answers. Your, your, your brain will serve up all kinds of answers. But if you also ask what better questions, you know, what is better because of COVID-19? What is a better situation? <clears throat> your brain will feed up and serve you up a bunch of things about that. One of the things I've learned over the years is sometimes if I just describe a situation with a different word or differently, I feel better about it. Uh, so for example, there's lots of different words to describe a challenge or an obstacle, getting fired. There's lots of different ways to describe getting fired or let go. You probably weren't fired. You were probably laid off because the business was shut down during COVID. I don't know. Only you know that. Uh, and then asking better questions about why other people might have gotten called back and not you. That's a, that's a hard question to answer, but a lot of times when we ask that question, well, why Todd and not me, Malcolm, because, and then start running through, well, what are some of the possible reasons? Maybe you're single, you didn't describe your situation, but maybe you're single and you are on unemployment and your boss knew that you'd be okay, but Todd needed to come back because He's got three kids at home and a wife that, that has never worked outside the home. And so he knows that his situation, even on unemployment, wouldn't be enough to support his family. And so that's why he, maybe that's why he called Todd back instead of you. I don't know. So think of possible reasons that might have happened or that might happen down the road. And then 
each and every one of us, as hard as it is, we need to sit down and we need to think about, we need to do a couple things. Number one, we need to feel exactly what we're feeling. If we feel like a victim and that we're beaten up and that we're screwed because of COVID-19, we need to take some time and feel that and feel bad about it. Just let those feelings roll through us. And then at some point, not too long, like don't spend weeks and months or years doing this, take a deep breath and say, okay, well, what does this mean to me? What does all of this mean to me? And are these bad feelings about the situation that I can no longer change because it's already happened, are they making me feel better and move the direction I want my life to go, or are they making me feel worse? If they're making you feel worse, it's time to slough them off and say, all right, well, what is possible? What can I do? What what are my alternatives? And, and again, that leads us right into the SOAP model and going through the process so that we can, number one, feel better about it. Number two, um, get going on a proactive path to make sure we're moving toward our future, no matter what's going on in the world around us. Um, you know, are you looking at the challenge that you're facing as a complete and utter failure, or are you looking at it as a temporary setback? I will share a personal example of my divorce, and I heard something yesterday that was so powerful. It was, what was it called? The... I can't remember the name of it now, but it was really, it's a powerful technique of how long you spend dealing with and thinking about and processing the emotion, emotions, emotions of an event that happens to you. So some things we take a really long time to process and get over and move on from. Other things, you know, it happens, we deal with it, we move on, right? Um, and it's interesting because the woman that was leading the, it was just a... a video series I was listening to and I can't remember what the expert called it not hindsight I'm gonna have to look it up now because now I can't remember it it's bothering me but it's such a powerful concept about how long you take is entirely up to you some people and we're all different we'll all take things differently but the reason I brought up the divorce is my divorce had a long time impact on me personally much longer than say for example how I dealt with and got over my sudden cardiac arrest Now people would think well dying is probably the hardest challenge you can have and you got over that faster than your divorce yeah the the amount of impact and, and time that it took me to deal with one versus the other was totally different uh, and that's true of anything so I've lost jobs before I've gotten fired I've gotten fired fired before not just fired because there was a good reason like a pandemic and the business was shut down and how you deal with that and how you how you process and handle that's different based on the situation and it's like did I look at that as oh my god I'm an absolute failure because I got fired from this job or situation or is it just a temporary setback and, and maybe it's here to show me that I was on the wrong path my situation was a hundred percent to show me that I was on the wrong path for me and I was I was definitely going down the wrong road and barking up the wrong tree. I needed to do something different. So maybe it's not personal, number one. And number two, maybe there's something that the situation is trying to show you about yourself to put you in a better situation now and in the future. So spend some time processing the event and ask yourself, what can I learn from this? And what's this experience here to show me? And what can I do right now? What do I need to do right now, Malcolm? Malcolm, what can you do right now to move, move ahead and move in the direction you want to go with your life? That's a question. Um, Robert asks, what's the catch with all the free challenges? 
uh, obviously he's he's experiencing some challenges online. The catch is, and, and maybe there isn't a catch with some challenges, the catch is I want to show you my product or service or my coaching program or my online course or my, my group coaching program or my... Uh, my webinar that leads you to something whatever the catch is usually that at the end of the challenge There's some sales pitch now. Here's the deal. Does it matter if there's a result that somebody is offering and they guarantee you can get it in three to five to ten days Do you care that they're gonna tell you about what it is that they have to offer to help people get even more result in that area of their life? I don't doesn't bother me at all because I can say no if it's and Guess what? Sometimes I find something that's absolutely positively for me and that I really need and want right now and that I enjoyed the way and, and I related to it. I was a fit for the instructor. And so then I might sign up. I might buy their course. I might buy their program. I might buy their whatever. But it's entirely up to me. It doesn't mean I still don't want to experience the free result that I can get short term to, that would lead me to the bigger result that they're trying to sell me. So the catch is they're going to try to sell you something. But guess what? Everybody everywhere is always trying to sell us something. Um, we can we can get over the the salesy, you know, the fear of, of being sold to because we're selling and people are selling to us all the time. We're selling people on listening to our live Q and A. We're selling people on interacting with us, being in a relationship with us, being our friend on Facebook. We're always selling people, uh, and so some of the hard feelings about that can go away. Pam asks. How come some people seem to face challenges and hardships and come out unscathed, but I and some others don't? Um, it sends her life spiraling downward, da-da-da-da-da. And then she gave some examples. She says, my friend, I won't say her name, and her husband started an online delivery service for their business and it's better than ever. They have, actually have a gift shop and they're doing better than they were when they just were um, a, a gift shop on Main Street. She says, my cousin is getting a divorce, so relationships are struggling for some people. And then she says, one of my neighbors told me that she hates her kids. So that is definitely some examples of people, people having different reactions to the challenges. And, and this specifically was about COVID-19 and how they're interacting with that. And so, Pam, I would say to you, it's just like anything else. We decide how we're going to respond and react to certain things that come up in our life. COVID-19 has definitely been an accelerant for a lot of things. I mean, people are, are citing, oh, all these businesses are going out of business. Well, guess what? Millions of businesses go out of business every year anyway. So it may or may not have anything to do with COVID. We can blame COVID. We can use COVID as the escape and the excuse and everybody will buy that because they'll be like yep we get it you weren't set up to handle four months close or six months close or two months or whatever interruption in your business but chances are your business might have failed anyway because the only way our businesses fail is if we quit and give up the only way any area of our life we fail in is if we stop trying if we absolutely positively give up on that area or aspect of our life so uh, it's how we respond to it. The truth is, and I had this aha during the 40-day challenge, the truth is all of us, you and I, every single one of us, have been through and successfully handled thousands and thousands of thousands of challenges. I'm older than lots of people, so I might have handled more than others and been dealt some more severe challenges than a lot of people, but I'm sure there's other people that have overcome much more adverse situations than I have. It's 
you know, we've learned to walk, we've learned to talk, we've learned to read, we've learned to write, we've learned to do math, we've learned to do, heck, some of us differential equations. We've learned to do everything that we do right now. And because we've done that, we've successfully understood the process of how do we deal with challenges and, and things that come up in our life. Now, some of us, I, I've been guilty of this, we talked about this during the 40-day challenge, of handling things by default and just letting them happen to us and us react and respond based on the instant what happens. Uh, I, when I was younger, that's how I responded and reacted. And then I learned about the possibility of controlling and managing how I responded to things, how we process things, how we did things. And I learned that that was a lot more effective way of dealing with situations, thus the SOAP model, than just responding. And so I, I had the aha that we're all experts dealing with challenges and we figure it out. Um, just like change and events and, and even money, guess what? They're all just neutral. It's how we respond to it and how we interact with it, um, with our feelings and our emotions and our energy that determines how we'll respond and what will happen based on that to us in our individual situations. Oh. <clears throat> Kurt wants to know, why would I want to do your challenge? And I would say why I tell everybody else. You want to get a certain result in the area of your life. You want to be held accountable and hold yourself accountable. You want to break a complex task down to bite-sized pieces that you know if you do a little bit every single day, you'll get the result that you want. You want to prove that you can do it. You want to um, do it with other people. You want to have other people and be going on the same journey that other people are so that you can learn from them. Those are some of the reasons. You know, some folks gotta have competition. They have to have a challenge built up before they'll actually do anything, take action. It's a very low risk way of taking action and getting a result. And guess what? What if you don't successfully do a challenge or successfully finish a challenge? Does it hurt anybody but you? No, you can go back and do it again. Or you can go back and learn what you missed the first time. Uh, Bob asks, why do some challenges have prizes? and all kinds of fancy smancy bells and whistle things. And I will say because they want to get you to participate. I've had prizes before and I'm kind of lukewarm on it. To me, it, if I have to bribe somebody to participate or engage or share or comment or do their homework, I'm just bribing them. And I learned a long time ago, motivation comes from within. I wanna work with the people that wanna work with me. I wanna help the people that wanna help themselves. So I stopped doing bribes and prizes and contests. Um, I do provide workbooks for some of my challenges because I think it makes it easier to fill out a sheet and do the workbook and actually do the work. Um, others I don't. Like this 40-day challenge, I, I didn't have a workbook because we did the same thing over and over again. Could I have a workbook? Yeah. Might I have a workbook for the Get Up and Go Challenge next time? Maybe. Through the 30-day one, I provided sheets and took snapshots and put them in the comments of a lot of different activities and things that we did, but I never did go back and put in a workbook book format because the 40-day challenge started before I had time to go back and do that and I didn't really feel the need or desire to do it now I might do it down the road and then offer that and or offer a 30-day get up and go challenge again I don't know I haven't decided yet uh, but some people they have prizes because they want to bribe you to comment and participate it's like why do some people during their Facebook lives ask for engagement all the time well, what do you think about that? Put a put a one or two in the comments below. Put hashtag replay. Put hashtag live. You know, it, it's a it's a short term strategy and tactic taught by many gurus 
to increase your engagement so you can trick the algorithm for whatever platform you're on so it thinks you're more important and so that you can make you the challenge provider look better in the rankings and the standings and theoretically serve more people so take that with a grain of salt prizes or not depends I actually a long time ago won a a little teeny computer from a from participating in a webinar people do that all the time offer incentives and bribes and things to get you to participate to get you to show up for webinars it's to get you to show up for challenges it's to get you to do the challenge I personally if I'm gonna do a prize and I have done prizes before I give away scholarships to something that I'm teaching people or I give away free entrance or access to one of my membership sites on a topic that we're doing a challenge about or something. I like to do that more than I like. And, and I want people to participate, don't get me wrong, but I want you to do it for you. I don't want you to do it because I'm offering to give you an iPod. Do you even have iPods anymore? Um, or, a, or a cell phone or a, a laptop computer or something. I don't need to bribe people to participate in my challenges because I don't want to work with somebody ever in the future that I think I have to bribe to do something. Motivation comes from within with the people I want to work with. It doesn't come by external stimulus. And then a couple people asked about the specifics of how do I set up a challenge? How do I do that? Again, just direct message me and I will link you to the training where I walk through that step by step. Or if there's enough people interested, I will do a live walkthrough of my back office, how I set up a challenge, how I do them, where I do them, why I do them, when I do them, what time of day I do them how long I've done them. And again, I've run the gamut of just about everything you can imagine with respect to challenges and how to do them and work with other people that have done the same. So um, depending on the type of business or the, the outcome or the result that you want to get for people and how we specifically do that and how you can specifically do that, just ask. Now, I wanna take a quick look to see if I missed anybody's specific questions. Um, it was interesting. I asked in one of my groups, to a very smart group of people, um, what their biggest challenges were and what area of their life was the biggest challenge. And several of them said contribution in that group, which tells me the level of the amazingly developed human beings that are in that particular group. Um, and again, if that's something that people would be interested in, I would be more than willing to do a challenge where we do like a 10-day physical challenge or a 10-day mental, 10-day emotional in each of these areas and aspects of our life. I thought this morning it might be kind of fun to do a 30-day challenge for each area and aspect of our life. Let's see, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. I'd have to go through February if I did one a month in each of the areas and aspects of our life. And if you'd like to, to do that or participate in that, let me know and then what order you'd want to go through them in. Do you want to do like a 30-day physical challenge first, then mental, emotional, spiritual, or do you want to do a 30-day financial challenge first, and then a 30-day physical, whatever. What If you'd like to do that, or like to see me walk through that, it would be free, of course. We would do a 30-day challenge for physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, contribution. Or we could do, if, if the group on contribution is, is more active and are ready for that, we could do 30-day contribution first, up to you. Let me know. It is getting to be, it's the middle of the month, so I have time. We could start August 1st, right? We could start right at the beginning of August with a new 30-day challenge for any area, any aspect. Or I could do, I haven't decided, I could do the 30-day challenge again August 1st and do 30-day get up and go challenge. I just want to find a way to help you help yourself to make sure you're making progress for what you want in your life. 
All right, that's all I've got for questions. Sorry, I did not do live questions. I couldn't see my phone even if I wanted to, but I will go ahead and post this long question and answer session. If you have other questions or if I missed yours, hit me up in the comments below and I will be glad to answer your specific question. Have an amazing day and I will see you soon.